Welcome to Life Unedited. I am your host, Tabitha Sweeney, and this is your lifestyle guide to living an unapologetic life that aligns solely with you. What's up, guys? How we doing? Oh, I was sitting here today and I'm like, what am I going to talk about with you guys? What are we, what are we going to say today? And then I started thinking, let's talk about how ugly healing is. Because it's a process that we all go through. I shouldn't say that. We don't all go through it. It's a process we choose to go through. And those of us who choose to go through it understand that it actually hurts more sometimes than the trauma itself. So you guys know that part of my starting of this daily dose portion, this membership portion of the podcast is to talk about my own journey my healing, where I am, how I got there. And I use, with my clients, I use everything that I have been through, the way I have gotten myself through it is the same things that I help and teach my clients, okay? And here's what's amazing is when I first started coaching, I was strictly coaching on body image and I did not realize the trickle out, the ripple of the stone dropping into like body image dropping into the pond. And as we, as we improved our body image, the ripple it had on the rest of our life and how far out that ripple reached. So I am a huge firm wildly huge believer in the fact that it all starts with body image. But I am also a huge believer that it doesn't end with body image because from body image, we grow into worthiness. We grow into boundaries, right? The next step is then learning gratitude, manifestation, and abundance. Those are the pillars that I teach. Those are the pillars that I live by. And As we get into boundaries, we start healing. Boundaries are where we start healing, I I believe. Boundaries, I see, I always thought boundaries made us a bitch. I always thought boundaries were mean. Like, ooh, boundaries. But if I do that, boundaries protect you. Boundaries remind you that you are the only person in this world you don't need to disappoint, that you should not disappoint. Boundaries are really important. Boundaries protect us from falling victim to what other people want to directions other people want to push us. But they are hard to build and they are hard to maintain. And as we start building boundaries, we watch people fall out of our lives. 
the cool thing is we also really get to see who's going to respect our boundaries. Okay. But in building those boundaries, we get to see how that lack of boundaries affected the person we used to be. We are always and forever in transition. Okay, we are always in forever in transition from the person, the person I was last March is not the person who's sitting here right now. And the person who's going to sit here next March is not the person who's here right now. We are always growing. We are always advancing. And truth be told, if we're not, or those who are not, because there are people who don't, I'm not interested in standing in the corner with them. I'm not interested in my life looking exactly the same a year from now as it does right now. And five years from now, it damn well better not look like this. You want to go back five years ago with me? Five years ago, my business was open for seven or eight months. My ex-husband wasn't working. I was still married. My kids were one and a half and three and a half. I was so freaking miserable at home that I never wanted to be there. Nobody knew that. I would never have told a soul how miserable I was at home, how much screaming and yelling went on in my house, how many tears were cried. In fact, when I said I was getting divorced, people were like shocked. The only people who were not shocked is the people who were like really on the inside. My best and closest friends. Everybody else, jaws hit the floor. They couldn't believe it. Because, you know, we looked perfect. Nobody knew it was an abusive marriage. Nobody knew what we were going through. I would have never called it abusive but I felt trapped. I felt so trapped, like there was no way out. Five years later, sitting here, still in my business. I'm not married anymore. I am the biggest advocate of mental health and domestic violence. My kids are eight and six. We are living back with my parents, but it's temporary. It's needed. It's the best place we can be right now. Also, the housing market is awful. Can we just all like recognize that for a second? And I am... Dating a man who is so patient and amazing that I have realized I put up with way more abuse than I ever even knew I did because As I'm healing, I've spent the past several years healing and working on me, but I didn't have somebody else in that partnership to work on things with, right? So I could only work on things I could control on my own. 
now I go into this relationship and I realize that my, my mind is constantly lying to me, constantly. It's the first actual relationship I've been in. And my mind is constantly lying to me. And they're the lies that were built in through my marriage. And what I have to remind myself and what I have to do and break down is go back to the fact that he shows and proves to me every day that he wants to be with me. And he trusts me. And somebody who texts you 150 times a day, somebody who comes, when you come home, they yell at you that you didn't text them enough throughout the day. That's not love. I was brainwashed. I thought that that's what it was. I thought that's why he texted me. So it was power. It was manipulation. I mistook it for love. For years, it was never love. So I have to go back and I have to remind myself of that. Somebody who is secure enough that he doesn't need to see me every single day. Again, I was mistaken. It was power and control and manipulation. When we start healing, there are moments that when we actually reflect on our trauma, it appears even worse than we recall. When we start healing, there are things we recognize that we never saw before. For instance, I often have told a story about how Charlotte got her name, that we had a boy name picked out. We did not have a girl name picked out. I desperately wanted her to be named Caroline. He was a hard no. Absolutely not. Wouldn't even consider it. We had it down to Madeline and Charlotte. And when she was born... Um, we really couldn't decide, and then we settled on Madeline, and I loved it, Madeline Sweeney. I loved it. And every time somebody came in the room to meet her, he introduced her as Charlotte. And finally, I was like, well, Charlotte is not a nickname for Madeline. And since you can't seem to remember her name is Madeline, I guess her name is Charlotte. And it wasn't until I was actually typing it out in a text without the laughter and like aloofness to telling the story that I always gave that I was like, fuck, I got gaslit on naming my kid. He got what he wanted. Shit. I didn't even know it was took me eight years before I even figured out that like that was me being gaslit. And then all of a sudden, it's like someone punches you in the stomach all over again. 
healing is hard. And the thing about healing is it's so rewarding, but it's never really completely done. It opens doors that will never open if we don't heal. Fuck. It is like part of healing is like you've got the janitor ring of keys. Like there's like 8,000 keys on that ring and the door is closed and you have to figure out what fucking key it is that gets in that door. And then you drop the ring and you're like, shit, where did I start? Right? That is healing. But you know that when you get that door to finally open, it's rainbows and butterflies on the other side. I mean, there's still rain clouds, right? Because you can only have a rainbow if there's rain and sunlight. But it's not all darkness. It's not all trees that you can't see your way out of. It's not all caves. Healing is the only way to change the pattern of behavior. You cannot get to the step of healing if you do not take accountability and responsibility for your part in any of the actions. And by your part, here's what I mean. I am not responsible for the abuse that he put me through. Those were his actions, not mine. But I have to acknowledge the fact that I allowed it. I allowed it to continue. Now, I did not always know nor did I mean to allow myself to be abused. But I allowed myself to be treated that way because I didn't think I was worthy of being treated any other way. Because I was scared. Leaving is scary. Starting over is scary. Anything worth doing is terrifying. The more scared you are, the greater the outcome will be. But you can't get great outcomes if you don't take responsibility. And that goes in all aspects of life, right? You'll never be a million-dollar producer if you're not holding yourself accountable to making the phone calls and doing the follow-up. You will never... have your dream home if you don't hold yourself accountable to putting money into savings every single month. You will never change the lab reports on your doctors, from your doctors, if you do not hold yourself responsible for the movement you are putting your body through and the food and fuel that you are putting into your body. Those are just simple facts, right? So what does a coach do? 
A coach helps hold you accountable. But it's more than that because here's the thing. There are so many pieces that we don't even realize we are not holding ourselves accountable to because we have bought into our own lies. The brain's job is to protect us. That is the brain's primary function, survival. So the brain can very, very easily justify when we're not aligned, when we're not doing the things that we really want to do. And a coach's job is to help tell you, show you, guide you. I hate saying tell you because like that's not really it. But present to you the facts of where you are in your journey and where your control actually sits. Here's the thing. Everybody's not always ready for it. Five years ago, I wasn't ready to hear somebody tell me that I was allowing him to treat me like this, that I was allowing myself and my children to be put and kept in a situation where it sucked. And then a little while later, I had a girlfriend who took me out for a drink. We sat at the bar. We were at JP's. Sat at the bar and she looked at me and she said, How long are you going to do this for? And I kind of shrugged and was like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I'm so confused. I have so many feelings. And she's like, You don't give up. You don't quit. You're not going to up and just decide you're going to quit on your marriage. You need to set a a deadline and you need to set requirements for that deadline. And you need to start prepping yourself that if that, that is not made, that you're ready to walk away. Because if you don't, the feelings you have right now are the feelings you will have the rest of your life. And is that what you want? Is this the marriage you want? No, it wasn't the fucking marriage I wanted. Not even a little bit. No. So you know what I did? I came up with my requirements. I wrote it all down. I thought it all out. We never even got a full year before I decided I this I'm done. I'm done. From that moment until today, I have been working on calming my nervous system. There is so much that goes into survival mode. There is so much that goes into trauma. There is so much that goes into healing. And the hardest part was accepting the fact that I allowed this. And then forgiving myself for it. Forgiving myself. Because 
I did what I could. I did the best I could. But see, that's where healing and growth is really fucking hard, you guys. It is hard and it takes a commitment. And there are moments and there are times when you're like, ah, I don't want to play anymore. That's why you need a coach. Because the coach says to you, take a minute, sit down, catch your breath, grab some water. You need to rest. Because the next leg of the journey is long and it's hard, but you can do it. And you know what? Like every team, you have more than one coach. You've got your coach. You need your therapist. You need your best friend. You need your family support. You need the mom in the, cl- the other mom in the classroom who is going to stay on top of the school shit for you and just send you the really important sh- things you need to know, oh, excuse me, via text, because you are focusing on this with tunnel vision in order to improve your life. And she understands that. So she's like, don't worry, I got you. I will tell you when it's dress down day. I will tell you when the kids need to bring in a snack. I will tell you whatever it is. You need people, multiple people in your corner rooting for you. You know what you find? A lot of times, the people who are left in your corner rooting for you, it's not always the friends and family that you thought was going to be there. Nope. Someone else. Someone you didn't know. Someone you didn't expect. Someone you pick up along the way. That's what Jill is. I picked Jill up along the way. Actually, so the other day, the guy I'm dating asked me, we were talking, and I asked him how long him and his his best friend um, had been best friends. Because he talks about his best friend all the time. Like, how long have you guys been how long have you guys been friends? And he sends me a picture and they're in diapers, right? Like they've been best friends their entire life. And he's like, how long have you and Jill been best friends? And I'm like, 18 months. (laughs) I found her on the way. I found her in the middle of COVID. She's the best find I ever had, right? And every day our lives are a little bit more in sync. And it's really creepy. And... If there comes a day when they're not and we have to part ways, I believe that we are both in a place right now where we could actually do that without hard feelings and nastiness. Although I never want her to leave me. Right? This is the part of healing. But if I wasn't healing in my process, if she wasn't healing in her process, the click never would have been there. We hold each other accountable. We say things to each other that nobody wants to fucking hear. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. What are your intentions with that? 
Where are you going with that, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Because we go back and forth and we will call each other out. Because when you want growth, that's what you need. Growth is ugly. Growth is hard. Growth is incredible. Growth gives you opportunities that you would have never otherwise had. It brings people into your life that you never would have met. It is truly one of the most fantastic places to be when you live in a state of neutrality and you can see things from one side and see things from the other side. When you can sit back and start saying, I know I feel like this because I at one time thought this was love. But that was not love. That was power and manipulation and control. This is how he currently shows me that he wants to be with me. This is why I know and start listing off. He texts me every morning. He texts me every night. He shares photos with me of his son and his dog which he is very private about. He validates my feelings always. Not only does he validate my feelings, but he truly attempts to show me that he's listening every single time. There is no conversation that I cannot have with him. And not once has it ever turned into yelling, screaming, or fighting. No, never. And we have had some pretty intense, awkward conversations. That is growth. An unhealed person cannot do those things. An unhealed person cannot have the super awkward, horrific conversations without it turning into a fight or taking it personally. They just can't. Whew, guys, that was a lot. That was heavy. I don't, I hope you got something out of that. I hope you took something out of that. There was so much information there. And as you can probably tell, I'm super passionate about the healing process because it's such an important piece. Committing to healing is such an important piece of the journey, of finding the greatness, of living to your full potential. I don't think anyone who's not healed can live to their full potential. And on that note, Think about where you are in your journey and take some time to reflect 
on if you're truly holding yourself accountable to where you want to go and what it's going to take to get there. Have a good day. Go out and do something good.